This is Carl Malamud for the Internet Multicasting Service. Today on Harper Audio, we present author Ernest Hemingway giving his acceptance speech for the 1954 Nobel Prize. We also hear Hemingway introducing and describing his play, The Fifth Column. No writer who knows the great writers who did not receive the prize can accept it other than with humility. There is no need to list these writers. Everyone here may make his own list according to his knowledge and his conscience. It would be impossible for me to ask the ambassador of my country to read a speech in which a writer said all of the things which are in his heart. Things may not be immediately discernible in what a man writes, and in this sometimes he is fortunate, but eventually they are quite clear, and by these and the degree of alchemy that he possesses, he will endure or be forgotten. Writing at its best is a lonely life. Organizations for writers palliate the writer's loneliness, but I doubt if they improve his writing. He grows in public stature as he sheds his loneliness, and often his work deteriorates. For he does his work alone, and if he is a good enough writer, he must face eternity, or the lack of it, each day. For a true writer, each book should be a new beginning, or he tries again for something that is beyond attainment. He should always try for something that has never been done, or that others have tried and failed. Then sometimes, with good luck, he will succeed. How simple the writing of literature would be if it were only necessary to write in another way what has been well written. It is because we have had such great writers in the past that a writer is driven far out past where he can go, out to where no one can help him. I have spoken too long for a writer. A writer should write what he has to say and not speak it. Again, I thank you. This is Ernest Hemingway. The fifth column was written in the fall and early winter of 1937 while we were expecting an offensive. There were three major offensive projects for the Army of the Center that year. One of them was Brunetti. It had been fought, had started brilliantly, and ended in a very bloody and undecisive battle. And we were waiting for the first of the other two. They never came, but while we waited, I wrote the play. Each day we were shelled by the guns beyond Leganes and behind the folds of Garabitas Hill. And while I was writing the play, the Hotel Florida where we lived and worked, was struck by more than 30 high-explosive shells. So if it is not a good play, perhaps that is what is the matter with it. If it is a good play, perhaps those 30-some shells helped write it. When you went to the front, at its closest it was 1,500 yards from the hotel, the play was always slipped inside the inner fold of a rolled-up mattress. When you came back and found the room and the play intact, you were always pleased. 
It was finished and copied and sent out of the country just before the taking of Teruel. The title refers to the Spanish statement in the fall of 1936 that they had four columns advancing on Madrid and a fifth column of sympathizers inside the city to attack the defenders of the city from the rear. If many of the fifth column are now dead, it must be realized that they were killed in a warfare where they were as dangerous and as determined as any of those who died in the other four columns. The four columns advancing on Madrid shot their prisoners. When members of the fifth column were captured inside the city in the early days of the war, they were also shot. Later, they were to be tried and given prison or labor camp sentences or sentenced to execution, depending upon the crimes they had committed against the Republic. But in the early days, they were shot. They deserved to be under the rules of war, and they expected to be. Some fanatical defenders of the Spanish Republic and fanatics do not make good friends for a cause, will criticize the play because it admits that fifth column members were shot. They will also say, and have said, that it does not present the nobility and dignity of the cause of the Spanish people. It does not attempt to. It will take many plays and novels to do that, and the best ones will be written after the war is over. This is only a play about counter-espionage in Madrid. It has the defects of having been written in wartime, and if it has a moral, it is that people who work for certain organizations have very little time for home life. There is a girl in it named Dorothy, but her name might also have been Nostalgia. Perhaps it would be best now for you to see it and for me to stop talking about it. But if being written under fire makes for defects, it may also give a certain vitality. You who see it will have a better perspective on this than I have. About the stories, there is not much to say. The first four are the last ones I have written. The others follow in the order in which they were originally published. The first one I wrote was up in Michigan, written in Paris in 1921. The last was Old Man at the Bridge, cabled from Barcelona in April of 1938. Beside the fifth column, I wrote The Killers, Today is Friday, Ten Indians, Part of the Sun Also Rises, and the first third of To Have and Have Not in Madrid. It was always a good place for working. So was Paris, and so were Key West, Florida in the cool months, the ranch near Cook City, Montana, Kansas City, Chicago, Toronto, and Havana, Cuba. Some other places were not so good, but maybe we were not so good when we were in them. This has been Harper Audio. Harper Collins is the copyright owner of this recording and has consented to a limited distribution of Harper Audio as an 8 kHz computer sound file on Internet Town Hall. 
It is a violation of United States and international copyright laws to copy these recordings in any other way. Harper Audio is a trademark of HarperCollins Publishers, Inc. To order a copy of this tape or to request a catalog of all Harper Audio spoken word cassettes, please call 1-800-C-HARPER or 717-941-1214 or send mail to harper at town.hall.org. This has been a production of the Internet Multicasting Service. Support for Harper Audio is provided by HarperCollins and by Sun Microsystems and O'Reilly and Associates. Network connectivity for the Internet Multicasting Service is provided by UUNet Technologies and MFS Datanets.